Good morning and welcome to Get Enlightened with me, Lauren Scott. I am so excited to be here this morning and I'm so excited to be with one of my most favorite people. His story is amazing and the way that we met is kind of incredible, but we immediately had a connection and we have been friends ever since. So welcome to this, welcome to my show, Mr. Young. How are you, hun? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. Um, Yes. Okay, well, let's start from the beginning. I guess we should introduce like how we met, which <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is a is it well, you know what? First, before we do that, let's shout out your socials and oh, yeah. uh, and how people can yeah. get in touch with you. He he does everything from designing skateboards. Do you you still do skateboards, right? Oh, absolutely. Skateboards, clothes. You have your hands in a few different little pots there, Mr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's start there. Let's shout out all of the stuff from where people can find you, and then we'll start our story. Yeah. Um, uh, hi. The main, <laughs> uh, my name is Young. Uh, you can find me at Black by Young uh, and also at blackbyyoung.com. Um, the, what is it? That's the main hub, uh, but there's other components, Rose Garden and um, Matilda and Jacobs for the couture stuff. Um, but yes, you can find me at Black by Young. So that's how, that's the connections, guys. Go find him now, follow, buy his stuff. You'll see what I'm saying. Yes. Once you get there. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So the way that we met uh, was wild, actually. <laughs> yeah, man. It was serendipitous, really. It really was. Like, uh, you know how people talk about people that come into your lives for a reason? You you came into my life at a very interesting time because I was doing I was it was before TikTok, before mm. influ- oh. before influencers were like actually known as influencers, really. It was yeah. the beginning of the social <laughs> influencer stage. Yeah. And we just happened to be at Soho. I had come with two of the others over yeah. from Playboy and you were, oh, you, you know what? You tell it because were you, yeah. were you the Uber driver that day? No, 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 no. I was uh, hanging out with um, uh, my buddy Mario. Oh yeah, and, Mario. Uh, Jay, um, Jay Alvarez. And um, I think Mario was just in town and he just told me to meet him at the Soho house. And so I linked him up there and uh, you were there. And then, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history, but we became friends at the Soho. We got, we did. I, I think, okay, wait, there was a story though with the Uber driver. Uh, weren't you an Uber driver and like you and Mario met like serendipity as well? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it it was crazy because, um, man, I forgot what, what year was this? This is like maybe six or seven years ago or something like that. Maybe more, but well, 12 years ago, I met Mario when I first started a black, um, at this apartment that I was living at in uh, Hollywood, off of Hollywood and Cahuenga. And I had a friend who lived in my building who's, uh, this uh, Colombian DJ. Uh, and we would just hang out, but I just started making skateboards and, um, and I was, we just hang out. He DJ, I'm, I'm cutting grip tape. And, um, one day we're hanging out and, uh, his friend who was Mario had just come back from Colombia traveling around. And, um, I just met Mario. And so it was just, um, really a random hangout. And that was the first night I met Mario. He, um, told me he was about to leave for Italy, uh, the day after, I think it was his last night in LA. 
and I just met him. And so he was such just a ball of light. You know, I felt really connected to him as a brother, yeah. as a friend. And before yeah. he left, I'm like, hey, you know what? Here's a skateboard um, that I make. I just started this company. And so, you know, it's called Black. Um, I don't know, just a labor of love. And I just told him to remember Los Angeles, you know, showed you love. And so that was 12 years ago, five years after that. Um, a friend of mine is, um, if, if, my friends are in this band called Crystal Fighters and they're about to drop their record, another record, uh, next week on uh, November 3rd. So go check that out as well. But anyways, Crystal Fighters was doing Coachella. I think yeah. it was their first yes. Coachella. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, um, they, um, they invited me to come check them out, you know? And so, um, it was kind of a random thing. Um, that week of, I was just saying, Hey, congrats on the Coachella gig. And they're like, Hey, come over. And so I uh, go to Coachella and, um, a week, a few weeks before that, actually, I met this guy who was, um, who was actually the producer for Game of Thrones, long story short. And so I, between Coachella and, and, um, before the, my homies were going to perform, I was, you know, still Ubering and stuff at the time, Ubering to kind of keep the company afloat and, you know, day job type thing. And, um, um, decided to go Uber a little bit before my buddy's, uh, performance. And so I Ubering, I did like one ride or whatever. And then my buddy from Game of Thrones called me because they had some stuff, paperwork they needed me to take care of. And so I stopped Ubering and I go to uh, Staples to handle some paperwork. Uh, and then I handle the paperwork. And after that, I uh, decide to just do one more ride before I go to Coachella to, you know, check out my buddy's performance. Uh, you know, always got to stay grinding type thing. And so mm-hmm. I turn on the Uber thing and I get a buzz to go pick up somebody. And, um, this is five years after I met Mario. Long story short, I get in the, uh, I go to the pickup joint to pick up the person. This person gets in the car. Um, <laughs> this person kind of, he was on the phone and he had just flown in from Italy. And so two, three days before that, I wasn't supposed to be at Coachella and my buddy sent me the ticket randomly saying, Hey, come check us out. Now, two, three days before that, this person who had got in my car was not even in the country. And this person had just flown in from Italy, his friend Mariano Devayo. I just told him to come in, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't it know was awesome. supposed to be saying. No, you're fine. Yeah. He was there. He was there with us that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mariano was there. I yeah, forgot. They, oh, yeah, Mariano was there. So it was me, Mario, and Mariano. I don't know if Jay was there, actually. Maybe Jay was there. Maybe he, he wasn't. But No, he was. It was all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so long story short, I um get in the you know, I go to pick up this person. This person is on the phone. He's freaking out. Uh well he's not freaking out. He puts his phone away. He's like, Hey, what do you do for a living? Which is kind of a cra- crazy question to ask your Uber driver, but I was like, Well, when I'm not driving you around, I'm selling, you know, slanging skateboards and clothes and art and shit. Uh he freaks out. This is Mario. And so yeah. I had not seen him in five years and I met him one night only. Um and what a you know serendipitous kismet whatever you want to call it um of all the people i could have picked up of her you know any place in the road it was mario that i just picked up i shut down the uber immediately and we just start kicking it and we I hadn't seen him in five years you know and it turns out he'd been skating my board all over the world and uh we reconnected that night after five years of uh that first night of randomly uh you know hanging out at the, my buddy's uh, studio Okay, so that night, um, I had gone to Playboy with Mariano. Um, that's who we were meeting to do a radio yeah. show for Playboy Network. And then we were over in Soho. So this all yeah. happened at the same weekend, which yeah. is, yeah. is insane to me because I had no, yeah. I had no idea that y'all had had this huge connection. And then when yeah. I came into Soho, I didn't know Jay or Mariano or, 
them as influencers. They were just people that, you know, I did work with as far as talking. And I was there with a guy who was an influencer. I think he was the influencer agent type person. That's how we were all connected. And later on, Mario and I went to Mexico with him and then he went to Dominican with me and we were sitting down talking about it. And I had no idea the serendipity of all of it because we're all still so connected. Well, the majority of us are still so connected and have had these incredible life experiences together. So much so that like you are like a family member, he's like a family member and it is such a beautiful serendipity moment. And that is just, It's crazy to me what a small world it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Okay, so let's start from the very, very beginning of your life story because it starts with acting and goes into designing. Yeah. So yeah. tell the world your story, Young. Um, my professional career kind of began when I was 15. Um, uh, I was doing plays and small things like that and um, skateboarding a lot. And when I was uh, 18, I'd been on my own since I was 15, but uh, between 17 and 18, I uh, started, you know, I had to get a job. It was like, you know, graduating high school, going into college. And so I started acting. Um, well, first I wrote and produced this play at this uh, theater in, in Hollywood off of uh, La Brea between Sunset and, and Hollywood. And um, it was my first play, first written and wrote produced it uh, and directed it with my buddy, uh, Bo Sherman. Uh, and after that, you know, it was like really cool. But then I, you know, kind of picked up this uh, manager and then uh, she started getting me work on like, you know, Disney shows like Victorious and Glee and, you know, small shit like that. And, um, you know, small roles, I mean, for me, but, you know, on shows like that. And uh, so that was like, 18, 19. I like and, how you say uh, small shows for you. No, no, it's not a small show. I'm the small role on that show. I'm not, no, I didn't mean to say that. It's, it's, uh, well, man, I mean, even, nobody, even a small role on those shows are pretty big, young. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, there are, there are, there are bigger fishes than me, you know, um, for sure. Um, and so I did some of that, did a couple of movies and, um, you know, some music and stuff. And, uh, you know, when I turned, um, 20, you know, I was, I think, uh, 18, 19 it was like the recession. And I think there was some kind of like a writer strike or some shit. It was, it's just an era where it was like, okay, cool. I've done some cool shows, but I need something that's my own, you know, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So in the summer of, um, in the, in the spring of, uh, 2011, 2011, um, I went to Japan after producing the show, uh, my first show the year before. And when I came back from Japan, I just like kind of just taken a break and I thought, you know, uh, I need something. And so it's kind of funny how it happened. But one of my roommates, um, you know, I skate a lot. I just my motor transportation is just skateboarding. And so he wanted to go buy some new wheels for his skateboard in the valley with some dude he met off of Craigslist. And so he wanted me to come with him just to like, you know, accompany him. He, you know, I know a little bit more about skateboarding than he does. I go with him. We're in the valley. And I'm just skating around them while they're cutting your deal or whatever, you know, buying his products. Uh, and the guy he's buying it from has his own skateboard company. I don't know. He just met me, but out of nowhere, he says to me, Hey, you know what? I don't know you, but you should start a company for Hollywood. I have a brand that's running and I'm running the San Fernando Valley. You could run Hollywood and I can help you. And I was like, okay. 
And so um, a few weeks later, I went home. Uh, the next few days, I, you know, personally, I kind of hate brands. I don't like brands. I think all brands are stupid. Um, and I think a shirt really is just a fucking shirt, you know? Um, <laughs> so, you know, I um, thought if I'm going to do a brand, it was kind of like a fuck you to the idea of brands. And I didn't really think it would work. And so I came up with the concept of black, but I never write the word black in black. And so I die cut the word black, uh, very, you know, simple, actually, into the grip tape. Uh, the guy who is... Uh, who put me on. His name is Vidi. Mm -hmm. um, he put me on and he's like a seventies era skater. And so, you know, in the seventies, they have, uh, they like, they do this thing called die cut grip tapes, you mm -hmm. know, where you cut into the grip tape and the color comes from below yeah. on the board. And so the first thing I designed really was um, that board. And I, you know, it was kind of like, you're looking at the word, you're looking at gold, but you're going to say black, you know, and that was, yeah. it just made me happy because I felt like, you know, as a black you know, person, you know, I thought like we're really bright people and not just as a black person, but as a, a group of, you know, people who are kind of underdogs, there's more than what meets the eye. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's more definitions, but sometimes our human definitions get in the way of what you're looking at. And so the English language might tell you to say black, but you're looking at gold, you know? Yes. And, um, and you know, I thought it would last a couple of you know, months or something. And, um, you know, a couple of months it lasted and now 12 years later, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, the main thing that I'm known for. I thought I'd be known for writing by now, but it's, it's kind of taking care of me right now and I'm thankful for it. And so, yeah, that's how I started, uh, in 2011. Wow. It's yeah. been, it's been 11 years, 2012 12 years. Yeah. Unbelievable. My longest relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I've known some people longer than that. No, I've known some people. <laughs> So you started with skateboards and then you transformed into um, clothes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, the clothing was kind of really more natural than anything because yeah. um, um, my grandmother, who I call my mama, who raised me, she was a designer in Ghana. Um, and so, you know, the, the skateboarding, you know, it kept going, you know, it's just like yes. it wouldn't every every three months be like, all right, this is it. It's about to end. Let me go find another job. Um, but then it'll keep going. And so, you know, as a business, you have to diversify. And at the time I worked for a company called uh, SBE, mm -hmm. Sammy Boy Entertainment. And, um, I worked for their location where it was like, a, it was, it was basically a front, you know, it was like a hot dog stand, but really it was just a club in our kitchen, in our back room. And it was kind of a really nice club. But then the, the story of the hot dog stand is kind of interesting because Papaya King comes from New York. Yeah. And the guy that started it, he started out with, um, he started, you know, slanging hot dogs. I, no, I should know. He started selling papaya juices and, but the papaya wow. juices wasn't moving as, as fast, you know, as he wanted it to, to, to scale up. And so he brought in the hot dogs and then eventually he was known for the hot dogs beyond the papaya juices, but it's a hot dog stand called Papaya King, you know? Uh, yeah. and so I was working for that and, you know, same thing with where I worked at because it was Papaya King, but really, the Papaya King part was a front for like, you know, a club, you know, called the Sayers Club in the back room. I mean, like, you know, any was given it, day. Was it like a speakeasy? It was a total speakeasy. I think it's the best damn club in the world. I wish it was still around. Um, you know, anywhere from motherfuck, uh, Prince to like, you know, fucking, you know, I mean, just everybody was hanging out there. And, but there is no front entrance and you got to go into this hot dog stand. And if we let you walk past, you know, us into the back room, you kind of turn the a little you corner. You get the check mark, the, the gold check mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it was, it was beautiful. It was all about the music. You know, my buddy Nick Rosen, he was a music director uh, there, uh, Skull.
Papa who started it. Uh, uh, my buddy Matthew, DJ Matthew is the lead DJ there. Uh, you know, Tamsin, uh, LP, you know, she blew up her shit there, you know, and so we're all kind of just starting over there. Uh, and so, you know, the, the clothing was natural because I looked at all the businesses around me and Sammy boy, he started yeah. with clubs. Uh, and, but then he, he diversified his portfolio. And so, you know, I was like, okay, the skateboard is like, you know, the calling card, but I mean, you know, people wear shirts, you know, people wear, mm-hmm. um, you know, hoodies and shit, you know, and so that, that came in and, uh, you know, it helped me expand my product line and shit. My son loves your line. I mean, we all do uh, as a family, like we all three wear it, you. <laughs> but he's been skateboarding on one of your skateboards got, I think. Was he six? I think he was six when, oh, yeah, he was you, when, you, when you gave him his first skateboard. Yes, yes. It's wild. Yeah, he's it's, so he's like he's gotten so much taller and he's like a whole I adult know, now. It's I know. He's like a big man child. You know, he just I turned know. sixteen. Isn't that oh, wild? Like God damn. I'm, Where do the years go? I don't know. They fly by. They fly oh. by. We we need to have a reunion, like all of us, oh, like absolutely. me, you, Mario. Like yes, we, we've, we've been yes. talking about it for. We gotta I go feel, to Tulum. You know, Mario has the the ramen I know, bar. Right I know. Now. You know we, we gotta go eat there. You know, we do, we do. We do. We need to do that like this yeah. year. Hey, we can do a group podcast from there. Now that would be killer. That'd be wild. I'm down. That would be killer. Mario's mad at me. I don't visit enough. You know what I'm saying? So if he's listening to this, man, we're going to come to you, bro. He better be listening to this. We are definitely (laughs) coming to you. (laughs) Well, I I am so happy that you joined me on here because I, I do have to say not only is our connection your life is very much like my life. It's been a stepping yeah. stone. Well, and probably everybody who's listening to this can look back on their lives and see where the stepping yeah. stones are. But sure. the genuineness and the connection that you've always given to the world, you're, you're one of the most real people that I can, that I can actually say are one of my friends. Thank you. Um, thank you. Likewise. Like truthfully. So thank you for jumping on here and telling your of story. Course. And, just spreading the goodness with me. Like I'm, I'm so excited. Okay. So what is your, let's, let's do two things. What is your biggest achievement that you never thought that you would actually accomplish, but you're doing it? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, to be able to live through my work, you know, to be able to live through my work. I think, um, you know, we all have ideas and, you know, we all have, um, you know, like, you know, I think life is, more than just clocking in, but if you can live through your work as an artist, as a you know restauranteur, you know whatever no matter it what is, you I think that's to do. You know, yeah, I, absolutely. I, yes, love it. Yeah. And now your biggest lesson: if there was, if you, if you were able to look at you ten years ago when we first mm-hmm. became friends, what is your biggest mm-hmm. lesson that you could tell yourself that you've learned twelve years ago, from wow, the start of the business question. to now? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good question. I think. The biggest lesson I've learned is that unless you're a shady person and you lie to yourself, um, believe in yourself and don't doubt yourself. Listen to yourself. Um, and also, um, you're, you know, it's, it's, it's the best things in life are simple, really. You know, you're not crazy. And sometimes the, the things that's in front of us, it's kind of like back in high school or whatever, when you would write an essay, the thesis of the whole paper is in the big, you know, the first paragraph. And so a lot of our, a lot of times I think in our lives, um, you know, what, if you're wondering what you're going to be doing two, three, whatever, 30 years from now, 
you're probably already doing it, you know, and it, it's yes. just going to scale up, you know, it's just going to be more of what you're already doing. And so look at what you are and believe in what you are. And if you're a criminal, you know, do it a hundred percent. If you're a, you know, a saint, do it a hundred percent, but don't lie to yourself. Oh man. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, thank you young for being a part yeah. of my life, of my family's no. life. And I'm, absolutely mine. <laughs> I'm so grateful for the connection and thank you for being on Get Enlightened with me. Let's Lawrence go. Cass. Let's go, man. This is my first podcast and I, I freaking enjoyed it. So Woo-hoo! thank you for allowing me to share some of the story. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Thanks for sharing, babe. Love you big yes, time. Absolutely. Love you to the, love you to the moon and back. <laughs> love you too. And thanks guys for listening. I'll see you next yeah. week. Ciao.